Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier. Uh, my girl, Andrea, my girl, Andrea, a.k.a. AJ, is going to be joining, but for some reason, her headphones are not working this morning. So we're going to start because we have so much pop culture and so many things to talk about that I want you to weigh in. So hopefully your weekend was great. If you've been following my social media, you all know that I moved out to the Burbs. I moved from Arlington, Virginia. Which, by the way, people were like, Arlington, Virginia is the suburbs. That is such BS. Arlington, Virginia now is like another neighborhood of D.C., okay? It's hot. Everybody lives there that is hot. It's a bar-hopping town. So it is not the suburbs, all right? I moved out to Leesburg, which is an hour outside of D.C. without traffic. And honey, this is the suburbs. And my life, I'm going to give you a full recap tomorrow. My life in the suburbs, you guys... <laughs> I just have to adjust. I just have to adjust. I love, I love the, the Leesburg and the suburbs, but I'm going to be really honest with you. When you open your Uber and Lyft app and you see that it takes 22 minutes to get a fucking Uber when you're out here in the suburbs, you think to yourself, where am I living? What am I? Yeah. 22 minutes? I've never even seen 22 minutes come up on an Uber app. Have you? I 
mean, I, I, mind is blown. So anyway, it's been a complete adjustment. And then you guys have probably seen on my IG story, I have some insane fucking neighbors. So we have this family. They have three kids. They come out and party in the communal hallway, like every day. The other day we woke up, 7.30 in the morning. They threw a birthday party for their eight-year-old son playing cool in the gang and letting him eat ice cream. Awesome, but why can't we do this in our apartment? Then we come home last night, right? They're back out in the hallway, all their three kids, they're stuffing party favor bags, and they say to us, oh, we're having a whole week birthday party for our eight-year-old son, and now we're taking him to Top Golf, and everybody's getting a party favor bag. Again, you can't do this in your apartment? You guys, I, anyway... Living in the suburbs is just certainly an adjustment. I'm used to living in an apartment building where your neighbors do not speak to you. And when they open the door, they look down because they don't want to talk to you. They're too fucking busy. They have a very serious government job. They work for the Trump administration. They know everyone hates them. They don't want to get into it. All right. That's the kind of apartment building I'm used to. I'm used to that. I'm used to having a doorman. I'm used to having some sort of elevator service. If you guys have seen the movie, The Florida Project, which basically is about all these white trash people that live in an old hotel in Florida, and then they open their doors and party all day, that is where I live, okay? No shade to anybody out here in Leesburg. I am loving it. I want your recommendations of where I need to go and eat and drink. But yesterday, I roamed into town to go have brunch, and there was a giant goddamn bat limo taking up four parking spots. And I thought, only in the suburbs. Do you know how pissed people would be in the city if you drove your bat limo in and took up four parking spots? Hell no. I'd be so pissed. Do you know how many tickets within the District of Columbia you'd get? You'd get $600 to fine just for driving your bat limo into the district. That's how much they hate vehicles. Anyhow, I'm telling you, it is an adjustment living out in the suburbs, but I'm loving it. I know many of you know the struggle. Uh, many of you said for years you lived in D.C. or Pentagon City. Then you moved out to Maryland suburbs. And it is like no other. Everybody seems to want to talk. People fucking smoke cigarettes. When I, seriously... In my old apartment building, it was not smoking. Now, did people smoke weed? Absolutely. And nobody, nobody called, you know, the front office on the weed. Because, of course, I want a contact high as well, right? I didn't have a problem with that. But if one person started smoking cigarettes in the building, you better believe they were reported. Like, there was, a, there was like, an apartment-wide email. I mean, everybody was like, oh, fuck no, you're not, you're not giving me cancer with your secondhand smoke bullshit. Here, I go out on my deck adjacent to this other guy who... <laughs> Does he have a job? Doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. He's making his rent just fine. He has a half a pack of cigarettes before 9 a.m. The wafting of the cigarette smoke. And then he's got this orange cat that has some sort of weird shit mark on its face. I don't even know where that comes from. Okay. This guy, all he wants to do is talk about this car, this goddamn cat. It's 12 years old. It's a diabetic. It can only eat certain foods. Do I give two shits? No. I don't want to hear about your diabetic cat. No, I don't. I don't. And P.S. Could you quit smoking? Because I'm getting secondhand smoke and cancer. I'm I'm getting like lung cancer lung. I'm already coughing because this asshole. But, uh, I haven't smelled cigarette smoke living next to somebody in like 10 years when I lived in the city. Anyhow, I mean, uh, and, and who actually smokes regular cigarettes? Who? Who's a real smoker? Of course, we're all drunk smokers. I mean, we all go out and party on Friday night. You have a cigarette outside the nightclub. But who wakes up at 7.30 and lights one? And they're not smoking weed. You can't get him to smoke weed. He just loves his Marlboros. 
Anyway, you didn't ask him, can I, uh, can I snag a lighter? No, I, try, you got to, a light? I try to avoid him. I try to avoid him, but nobody here wants <laughs> to avoid anyone. Then I got two guys no. living upstairs above us who work in construction and then they go fishing every weekend. What's, what's the last what's, time what's, in the city you saw anyone with a fishing pole? I'm like, what is this? For? What? Who is this? <laughs> what is this foreign object? <laughs> they're like, and they're, you know, they've got that like West Virginia accent and look going on. It made it seem like you had a problem that they were fishing. You're like, and then we got the fishermen. Let me tell you about them. It's like, they're just fishing. Again, I was so taken back because, you know, if anything, like back at the old, you know, Virginia Square Towers in Arlington, like people might bring in a briefcase, but that's the only shit they were carrying. That or their groceries from Trader Joe's. I go, what? Oh, where have you boys been? (laughs) Oh, how? Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Yes. With their South Block. I didn't even know what to say. Go, oh, it looks like fun, guys. Hope you got it. And I'm so used to people doing hauls of makeup. I just said, oh, I hope you got a good haul. You know, like that was like the only thing I could think to say. Like a good fit. You guys, I. We're not in A-Town anymore, Toto. This this country. Is that what you tell Dan every day? (laughs) No, I. I, You guys, who the fuck drives up that limo? This shit is parked in downtown Leesburg. What the fuck? Guys, we're not seeking Robin here. Like, I mean, what the F? This is where I live now. Okay, but it, I, I feel like it's more Vegas to me. I'm not getting Leesburg anything from this Batmobile limo at that. I am, which is you have to be in the suburbs to drive something like this because people would be furious in D.C. if you took up four parking spots with this shit. Pissed. Pissed. You, would get, you would get a boot and like 50 tickets. A boot, 50 tickets, and someone would key your goddamn limo. No one would find this funny. Out here, people were like loving it that he took up half of the Leesburg downtown. Like, I mean, they were loving it. It's like the only excitement for the day. Y'all, I am desperately trying to move to Los Angeles, and I know that Leesburg seems further away than ever, but yeah. uh, <laughs> what definitely happened? Some people are like, wait a minute, we thought you were going in a different direction, but uh, you've actually... I've gotten so many messages. And when you move to the suburbs, you lose all your friends. Your friends are not coming out here. My friends are not coming out here. I have I have texted three. One friend came out yesterday, my cousin. Mm-hmm. And that was like a relative. It doesn't even count. Because that was from that was blood relative. <laughs> blood relative, okay? She had to because it's family. My other friends cancel every time. They they look at their GPS. They're like, oh, 55 minutes? I don't, have two, I don't have two hours round trip today. I'm like, come on out. There's beautiful wineries. They're like, yeah, but usually if I do that, it's a day trip and I'm in a van. Like, And I'm like, I know, but... And someone's driving me. Yeah, Anyway, and forget about taking an Uber. Forget about taking an Uber. I'm glad you're back. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. You, you know, we'll do a full recap of our personal lives because you had a hell of a weekend. You were out on a boat. Your car broke down. The steering wheel locked up. I mean, you were having all kinds of troubles. You guys, this weekend was one for the books. And I, I, now, okay, we, we're, I was COVID safe like most of the time. And then there was just like this one little time, which is where my car broke down actually. So it's probably just, you know, God saying, um, get your ass home. Are you, so you're going to take a, a COVID test today, right? Yes. Yes, I am. Because, well, you know, I live with, living with my parents and my grandmother and, uh, just, I was on a boat, you know, the captain was this hot dad. I don't know who's he's seen, you know, there was a lot of ways that I could have contracted, you know? So I, to be safe, I'm going to get tested. But you were telling me that you, without your symptoms, you weren't allowed to go. And so I don't have any symptoms. I'm just getting, I wanted to get checked. <laughs> Mine turns out were allergies, but I 
thought for sure I had COVID because, you know, I flew on an airplane. You I flew. I flew from Portland, Maine back to Dulles. So I was like, right. oh, shit, I think I've got COVID. Like, I was down for the count Labor Day weekend. Like, I felt like I had, like, a fever, but Dan kept taking my temperature. I never had a fever. I didn't have a cough, no chest in the lungs, or no pressure in the lungs. So, you know, out here in the suburbs, they do things differently. They don't really have, like, a drive-through. You got to get, like, a prescribed, you know, test or whatever. Yes. So they didn't want to give it to me because they basically said you don't have any of the symptoms. And if you go into this COVID testing site, you might be exposing yourself. Call us if you have a fever. I never had the fever, so I guess it was allergies. But, you know, I'm there with you. You know, it's very (laughs) hard. It's confusing times. It is. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to be safe for my family. But at the same time, I don't have any symptoms. But sometimes you don't show symptoms. So it, it Look, I don't know. I know. It's a crazy world. Anyway, we'll talk more about our personal lives tomorrow on the show, but we got a ton of things to get to. 90 Day Fiance, of course, you know, we love celebrities. We love reality television documentaries. Uh, 90 Day Fiance was on last night. Darcy and Stacey was on last night. And then over the weekend, have you seen this controversy about the cutie movie on Netflix that has people canceling their Netflix subscription? I just saw a little premiere promo of the clip and thinking, huh, young girls, I thought it was a young cheer. Uh, basically okay it's not that apparently (laughs) anybody in the live chat right now thank you for joining we're live on twitch we're live on youtube we're live on twitter we're live on facebook we'd love for you to share the show with someone who has never heard of the show before we're talking about cuties on netflix which is supposed to be a coming of age story of four girls who are 11 years old and the the lead character if you will is very religious um, and she's grappling with the sexualized images and dance videos she sees on youtube and on her phone and then acting that out in real life okay but in america people are saying that this film is basically a pedophile's dream right that this is for people who have very pedophile like tendencies or Mm -hmm. um you know sexual abusers because it sexualizes these girls so much we're going to do a deep dive of this later this week because it continues to get a ton of controversy it's actually a french film the woman that made it is is I believe Sudanese, right? So she she it's not a reflection of her childhood, but it's a reflection of kids that grow up in very religious homes and then them trying to wrestle with sexualized images. I started to watch it yesterday and I don't know. I mean, I think once you once you have the sexualized context in your head, it's very hard to separate. It's very hard to watch it non-bias. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. And I do believe, you know, America is based on a Puritan society. Right. So everybody here is uptight. Everyone here is like Jerry Falwell Jr. Okay, preaching to us about how we should be better, you know, human beings. Meanwhile, sucking everyone's dick behind the scenes. So I I enjoy I most of the time I think Americans are way uptight. Right. Unlike the French. Right. The French are into open relationships. Cheating really isn't a big deal. You know, but this film I don't even understand. I'm, I love supporting women. I love supporting women of color filmmakers. But I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. It's the most disturbing shit you've ever watched. Well, to me, it just looks like they're in a cheer competition, but they're young girls. It's like dance moms. But they're doing sexualized it's moves. Not. Are, it's uh, not. Is this a talent show? Like, where are they performing this on a stage? Okay, I'll leave you with this because we're gonna. We're okay. actually trying to get in touch with the head writer at Vulture to see if they yeah. can be on because they're they're fiercely defending this film, calling it a coming of age film, uh, saying that it's very artistic, it's avant garde, that you know people should be celebrating this film, and that Netflix is the one that mismarketed this film. This was the original film's movie trailer poster. Okay. Okay, I enjoy this. Yeah, the other one to me. 
Released in it. France. Released in France. This is what it was supposed to be like. This is what the filmmaker wanted the 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 trailer to be like. In America, okay. this is what Netflix markets as. What is fucking wrong with Netflix? I love Netflix. Why would you put, why would you change that shit? It's like they. It, uh, this is what drives me nuts. It's like controversy sells. You know what I mean? If you're yes, of course. coming out and saying outrageous and doing outrageous shit, it's like you don't get attention, which is half of my problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you're like, one to talk. Remove all clothes. Like, but just it, I, I, I'm, I'm confused about what team is allowing in this in this time. Right, we're supposed to be so sensitive. Who who gets the final say that says yes, this poster is okay? It's I'm like, is nobody else? Because read the room. I th- I don't think I think they read the room and they go. Nobody is going to watch that original poster, right? If if you see that come up on your Netflix queue, you're going to be like, oh, who cares? This is this might be for my daughter who's eleven or twelve. They look like they're going shopping, right? But see, that's who their tar- they, the target audience should be: young girls. It shouldn't be an older audience, you know. Like I thought, because it's young girls. Well, that's my question to everybody. This is this is my argument, and would be my argument to Vulture is ultimately. I'll tell you this. I'll tease you with this, and then we're going to talk about this again later this week. Within the first 30, 35 minutes of the film, I think this is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Two 11-year-old girls start jumping on a bed and having a pillow fight after watching a dancing video where they... Okay, thank you. Where yeah, that's the girl then flashes her tits. It's like what? a grooming video. It's 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 like they're grooming these girls to be sexually abused or sexualized. It's, it's fucked up. This is by a female filmmaker. Wait, what? Oh, I thought yes. it was just dancing. Okay, we got to no. watch do a whole deep dive. Ew, I don't a know if I deep dive. Oh, my God. question to Vulture, right? My question to people defending this film is who was the target audience? Who was the, supposed to be the target audience of this film? With the previous poster, to me, that's targeted towards a younger audience, which is what it should be, I thought. But this, this is, no. This picture. To me. Their, their hands are on their crotch. Parents out there who are talking to their kids about sex trafficking or sexual abuse or somebody becoming friendly with you that's an adult and then they're, they could be trying to do something else to you, right? The parents that are having that conversation and monitoring their kids' phones are not going to watch this film with their children. They're not. They're, they're, look at this. Do you, they're not going to blame so, this on WAP. Like if WAP didn't come out. No. Those women are grown women. Uh, once you're 18 years old, I think if you want to get on OnlyFans and you want to masturbate for five bucks, have at it. I think prostitution should be legal in this country. People should be able to sell their bodies for sex because so many people want to pay for it. But I mean, as a community, as a society, there are so many messed up, I mean, weird ass people out there that are somehow into children when so many adults will fuck you. It's crazy. But they're psychologically so disturbed. Disturbed. No, as a society, we have to watch out for other kids, other kids' parents who maybe can't take care of them. So it's like, who's going to watch this film? To me, the people who are already having conversations with their kids are not, they're not watching this film with their children. People who are semi-sick or potentially thinking about molesting a child or or getting involved with a child are going to watch this film. The no, way exactly. that Netflix marketed it. It's so messed up. It's like they're not going to show this film in schools to kids to go, hey, this is how like what Coming you- of age. And then at the end of the film, this poor girl who's the protagonist takes a picture of her vagina and she's 11 years old. And then it gets leaked 11? at school. Yes. Okay. For you guys who have parents, I'm not a parent yet. All right. But when oh that happens in a school, it is such a huge deal. And and don't schools and parents talk to their kids now about if you send a nude photo of yourself to other kids, you could be 
going to jail as a juvenile for peddling porn. It almost seems like in our country they are encouraging it and they're accepting of it. And it, I, I told you I wanted to move <laughs> and not to L.A., to another country. Well, this is made in France. This is the French. And guess what? Then America took it and then destroyed it and made it something that it wasn't even supposed to be. I'm so disappointed in Netflix because I love Netflix. And in fact, the guy who founded it, I just ordered his book because it talks about creating this amazing culture, you know, within Netflix. I'm regretting it. I want to return the film. I'm thinking to myself, what is wrong with you guys? Take us. You guys now have 190 million subscribers. You're making more money than anyone. You really needed to release this film. That's what I was going to say. Just why this film? Like, keep it in France or wherever else it was going to be. But in this country, we're all having issues right now. Why would they even allow this to go? Well, because... 365 Days. Like, that's a whole other controversial film okay. that they put out. But to me, 365 Days is, like, not even in this category. Because it's it's two cons- it's two adults, right? And yes, does he, like, kid- kidnap her and drug her or whatever? Yep, right. That there's a whole conversation, right? But then yep. it's so stupid and poorly done that you're kind of just like, okay, this is a stupid, like, um, you know, Christian Gray, Fifty Shades of Gray, you know, thing. But it, they're older people. They're actually at least they're older. You know, this is like kids. They're zooming in on these girls like midriffs while they're having a pillow fight. It's so it's fucking disgusting. weird. So has Netflix released a statement? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's now number eight or number seven trending of the most watched film right now on Netflix. No, I will I think say they're loving those, it. That's really sick. I, I will say that the Netflix top choices, like I chose one of them. It was a horrendous m- film. It was like number f- number five or something. It was called um, Chemical Hearts. It's with Lily Reinhardt. She's from that. Uh, Anyway, the the list of Netflix shows, I'm like, I don't believe it. Also, I'm convinced that Netflix just, you know, they make, they also have the ability to put, decide. They have the ability to decide what the top 10 is based on what they want you to see, right? So they know there's a ton of conversation and controversy about cuties. So regardless of if it's being watched or not, they're going to make it in the top 10. So you you keep seeing it. I'm just like blown. Like I would love to have a, a conversation with someone because a lot of people think that this is like absolutely art. They think that this is a, a great conversation film. It's a coming of age film that it was designed no. to make people think. Okay, well they don't know enough sick people because <sighs> I, I disturbed people are watching. It takes so much. Like I was not disturbed by 365 movie. I'm like okay, get over it. This is fake. This is fake. You know, this is like fiction. Right. But right. Everybody who's watching knows somebody who's been sexually abused. When that happens to you as a kid, it is so fucking traumatic. It's so damaging your whole life. It takes you your whole life to unlearn that experience to then go on and have healthy relationships. Why the fuck are we doing this semi-pornographic film of these 11-year-old girls and then saying, oh, it's a coming of age? No. Our country is so self-destructing. Okay, well, I don't believe that. I believe that that humanity is great. I think that we are fed a lot of BS by the media because honestly, if if you don't have drama in media, then why would people tune in? If the news was always good and they were always reporting on great things, no one's going to tune in. It'd be like, oh, it's great news again. The media has an angle. They do, they do. They have an angle. They want you to always think that the world is ending. That's why I don't watch the news. They're successful. I feel like it's ending. You do? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Why? Well, I live right in the center of D.C., and I just, the amount of crazies that I see now, at, uh, I feel like it, we're in The Walking Dead. Like, we're approaching The Walking Dead. No, I'm not even kidding. 
Nope. Okay, actually, I know, I know. You're going to tell a great story tomorrow on the show. Oh, guys. It involves two men, broad daylight, and a belt. I will tease that for tomorrow. I don't know. People think that the world is ending. Um, How can you not? You're out there dying over in Leesburg. You're going to tell me you don't think the world's ending? Oh, well, here everybody is, like, so relaxed. They're, like, loving their life. They're having parties and making party favors in the hallway. Like, do-do-do. This kid's eating ice cream at 7. Meanwhile, these kids over here are living the dream. They're having ice cream at 7.30 in the morning. Okay, really, though, 7.30? Is that a true story? They're out in the hallway at 7.30. The mom is feeding the kid ice cream. Fucking Girl Scout honor, because it's the only honor that I remember. Uh, Yes, for real. Yeah, they said it was a family tradition. What? Okay, I do appreciate the traditions, though. Keep them going. I really want to fit in. So I told Dan I'm going to call the cops on him for a domestic incident because there's already been one. So then the neighbors what? go, okay, she's all good. They're thinking I'm standoffish now. But I said, I said, Dan, you're on notice. Don't try me or I'll be calling the police. Okay. Here, here comes <laughs> patrol woman Sarah, community <laughs> patrol officer. Excuse me. Um, the level of volume in this hallway? Officer, my husband is making me stay. Out in the suburbs, where when you open your lift app, it says someone will be here in 22 minutes. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah. First world problems. Like, th- there's no Ubers and there's no South Block. Uh, Laura has a great point on this Cuties film, which is the problem with everyone talking about Cuties is it's raising curiosity and potentially giving more views. That is true. And maybe that is, maybe that was Netflix objective, right? Which is to get the conversation of child sexual trafficking and child molestation going, right? Maybe I thought we've been talking point. about it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that the conversation is happening, but it it's already been done happening with documentaries. But I, this is what I'm fascinated by. Like, a lot of people on the live stream are parents, right? So, so does this happen a lot? Like, are kids, like, do your kids come home and then want to act out WAP? Or how often well, do somebody at school send a nude photo of themselves I'm underage? Sh- I feel like it happens all the time because of phones. It just makes it so easy. And kids watch. That's why showing this on a on a television screen, that mainstream, yeah, it's teaching people of the unknown. They're they're starting to get curious about it. Like little kids seeing anything about nude photos, they just spark interest and they're like, oh, well, I should try it because this will make me cooler. This is what everyone's doing. But no, that's why it's so important to have conversations with your kids. Starting I guess at nine years old, eight years old. I mean, I, I'm fascinated. Like, I want to do a roundtable with parents because we don't have kids, so it's right? So phones. Not- it's TikTok. It's Instagram. It's just all these kids using their phones and being on these different apps and thinking it's okay. Maybe that, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm so curious. April says, nah, WAP means whip-ass parent. <laughs> Wait, yeah, they're whipping their kids for doing anything bad. As a parent, I... I'm not a parent, but I, I'm scared to even bring kids into the world just because of what's going on. And I wouldn't want them to have phones until they're in high school, which I know makes them not cool because everyone gets phones when they're in fifth grade or third grade. But see, I think about my own family, right? So I have I my cousin, like their kids, right? They have a daughter who's like 13, 14. She, she, only now are they getting her a phone. I, and I think that's right. And their other kids, if they get on the iPads, are only limited to kids programming. So I'm like, okay, I realize there's a lot of kids out there that the parents just mentally cannot handle it, right? So they cannot monitor their kids. And that's right. where I feel like as a community, we have to step in and try to help, you know, because right. people are at different stages of their lives, right? But I, I just, I don't know. This this film to me is just very odd and, and, and shockingly made by a woman, which I'm just like, 
not that women can't be, you know, pedophiles and obviously prey on kids too, but it's just, it's just very strange. Well, they missed the mark on that one, especially with the marketing of it. Sarah says, my kid does not have a phone um, and no TikTok. TikTok. Great. I mean, I think that's, that's terrific. I remember my kid's fifth grade class. Once kids logged onto Pornhub from the school computer, the same kid was showing pictures of himself. It was a whole thing. I, sh- I bet it was a whole thing. And by the way, did you see in Fairfax schools? Now, now, this to me is like a teenage prank, right? Once you're 17, 18, you're beginning to get, you know, a little bit more of a grasp on life, right? You right. see in high school there, they they hacked in, they're hacking into Zoom classes, and then they'll bring up porn images while the teacher's trying to <laughs> Okay, now that's something that I would have done. All right, now that's... <laughs> now that's- Okay. okay, well, depending on what they're showing, but yes, I mean, it, it, I can only imagine my teachers. To me, once you're over the age of 16, right, and I was a late bloomer in every aspect of life, okay, very late bloomer, but once you're over the age of 16, 17, I, I mean, I, I think at that point there becomes an age where it's almost strange if you haven't seen an online penis, but when you're 11, I think of my niece when you're 14, who's still very childlike at times, you know, when you're 11, you're still like a baby. You are, that's why this film is not okay. When you said 11, I thought they were like 16. And even then, it's not okay. No. But at least you were just a little bit older. Okay, they're, they're fetuses at that. To me, an 11-year-old has not developed. Yeah. You're not developed until you're like, what, 20? Right. 18, 19? Right. And I, but I think when you're 17, 18, you know, you do stupid stuff. Like you'd hack into a Zoom class and then show porn, you know, which is totally so disturbing for, for you know, all those uh, that, Whoever that teachers. kid is, he's like a, pr- uh, a <laughs> computer programmer. I couldn't figure out how to do that. It's Potomac, uh, Potomac Mills High School or something. Anyway, they say they're going to like, uh, you know, the kid's going to, you know, have serious consequences. Yeah. Right. But he's also a hero, you know, at 17. To, the, to everyone else. Yeah, but not at 11. Not nice at 11. one, Connor. When you're over 16, yeah, you should, like, to me, 16 is the age where you should begin to get independence, where, you know, yes, of course you're going to watch things online. But the fuck? At 11? At 11, I was still playing with Barbies. I call him the Nozempic Ben-On-Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. I just <laughs> had a flashback to 11-year-old Dre. And guys, <laughs> let me tell you, she was not wearing spandex and dancing to WAP. I had okay. on an old main sweatshirt with a bunch of stains, eating <laughs> Snickers, and playing with Barbies. Some Snicker crumbs across your chest. <laughs> yes. It never, when I was 40 pounds overweight, never would have occurred to me to do any of this stuff. No, never, never. I don't know. But then I'm like, maybe I don't have kids. Maybe I don't, maybe I'm just not up to what's going on with children. Can I mention one thing? Because I have to get it off my chest. Mention it all. Mention it all. That's my favorite line now. Okay. um, Everyone knows my hall pass and my ultimate dream guy is Chris Evans. 
Oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of leaked photos. <laughs> Look, guys, we're leaving the kids behind. All right, we know that was a disturbing conversation. Now erase that from your mind. Let's tune into okay. Chris Evans, who's 39 and showed his wang. Now it's appropriate. Accidentally, but or was it? <sighs> Do you think it was accidental? Oh my god, he's so hot. God, get. Uh, I. I was just talking. I, I was. Uh, I'm on the Taylor Strecker show on Monday mornings, and today we talk about her story of how she interviewed Chris Evans <gasps> and her producer. He went after the show to the producer, and Chris goes, hey, um, could you pass along my number to Taylor? I'd like to take her out sometime. And at that time, I think she was she was in a relationship, but but her, I think her she calls him her husband. It's her ex-husband. She... Um, I don't know if they're going through the divorce at that time, but she'd always told him that like, Chris Evans is my hall pass. And the producer was like, nope, just how, just how Sammy cock blocked you. Her producer was like, nope, she's married. Don't ever, I will, I will not give you her number. That is um, so upsetting. The, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? Yes. She was this close, you guys, to Chris Evans. Anyway, let me tell you, here's, here's my thought about the pictures. It was black and white. A little bit odd. It was a, bit, a little bit of a, a, a timepiece. Yeah, you know, it's a black and white film. Um, girth was there. Girth was fully there. Um, I was, the news dropped. My pants dropped. I was just so. He's hot. God, he's so hot. He's, he's so, so hot. And he's got a good wang. I mean, that is like the best combo, right? Because I would think somebody honestly like that, that has it all going for them, hot Captain America, would probably have like a small penis actually. Like, yeah, you're not, yes. God doesn't give you every gift, but in that case, oh my God, that was awesome. Has everybody seen it, by the way? I should retweet. I'll retweet it on my Twitter. I think, I see, I think if we bring it up here, then, then we might get dinged by Facebook. Like, I don't think. Probably. I think they, oh they'll end God. up taking down the live stream. So I can't show you the uncensored <gasps> one, but he, it, it's so hot. You can find it on Twitter. It was great. I don't know what's better, him accidentally doing it or no, that is the best. He, it, supposedly, it was accidentally. He was screen recording, right? And then he swiped up to his camera roll, and it was on the camera roll. I fucking loved it so much. He's so hot. Oh, God. And you know, he's never yeah. been married. I know. And his previous girlfriend was Jenny Slate, who's a comedian. He likes some funny guys. Really? He dated yes. Jenny Slate? He dated and she says he was the most kind, down-to-earth guy, and he had all the best things to say about her. He comes from a very grounded family. I think his dad is a dentist from a small town, and everybody knows the dentist. He reminds Mr. me of George Clooney, though. Remember how for years George Clooney would date somebody for a year or two, then he'd always yes. dump her, and he'd send, and it was like Derek Jeter, right? He would do the <laughs> same thing, and then he would send you a gift basket of his, like, all his baseballs, you know, cards signed or whatever. Yeah. He reminds me of that. Like, he's too much of a player yet to, to settle down. Look, Chris. My DMs are open. <laughs> now, that I is just, age appropriate. He's 39. He's, if you're 39 you. years old, send everything you want. Mention it all. Mention it all. Show the wang. Do whatever you want. But for God's sakes, how, when are we going to get to a point where we're going to protect kids in society and those whose parents can't do it? You know, I'm going to start a campaign where I'm going to go to strangers' kids and talk to them about sexual abuse. Now, how do we think that? We sh- hey, I told you this is one of my things. Child trafficking. That's what. If, if I ever make millions, I that's going to be mine. I'm going to go around to kids who who you know whose parents you know right now mentally and physically can't handle it, and I'm going to go. Look, you, do not get online and take pictures of your junk. All right, don't do it. You know you shouldn't be. Wow, watching- really convincing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't do it, kid. You're too fucking young to be watching WAP. And yes, I know the the young lingo. You know. And I, I would say all wow. these, yes. And I'd be like, and there are fucking weirdos out there trying to sex traffic you and pedophile. And pe- yes. 
And you know what? Let me guess. If some 32-year-old slides in your DMs and wants to talk to you about Captain America, they're not your friend. That's fucking weird. No one 30 years old, no one 23 years old wants to be hanging out with an 11-year-old unless there's something off with them. That's what I would tell all these kids. Correct. (laughs) I am right there with you. We're starting a campaign. We're going to campaign. We're doing it. Yes. Parents have got to have these conversations. Anyway, look at me. I can't, and, and no one wants to hear it from someone who doesn't have kids, so I'll shut the fuck up. All right, let's, look, best way to support this show, and then we're going to do rapid fire of some pop culture stories that happened over the weekend. JP2 Management, we love our guy, Bowtie Joe, a.k.a. Joe Pacetto. Joe Pacetto has been a longtime friend of the show, radio listener, and of Sammy Kay's. He's also a financial advisor with almost 20 years of financial experience, worked at Wells Fargo for years in the finance department and investment firm, and then headed out and started his own business. JP2 Management is a small-owned business where whether you've got $500 or $500,000 to invest, Joe will have a free consultation with you to help you out. We all need financial help now through COVID. It has wrecked us all. We're not sure the next steps. Um, Should you be taking some of your savings if you need to pay rent? Well, Joe can help you out. So get a free consultation today just by going to jp2management.com. Tell him the Hey Frage podcast sent you. We would be forever grateful. Also, we all need insurance and we need to save money. Well, RNG Insurance... Uh, they're like top of the top. I'm getting so many messages from you guys who have made the switch. David Gorman is our guy. David Gorman Insurance on Instagram if you want to check him out before calling him. RNG Insurance specializes in auto. So auto insurance is where it's at. Now, how can they get you the best rate? Even if you have like a shady driving record like I do, criminal speeding, lost my license, the whole works, guys. Uh-huh. Uh, but I still get an amazing rate with Shimano, and he's able to do that because he can shop you around to multiple carriers. They don't have just one carrier, which you'll also you'll usually find if you're with a Geico or a State Farm or something like that. They saved us twenty dollars a month. We're now paying less than a hundred bucks a month on full coverage for auto insurance. Make that happen for you and your family. Also, they do home, renter, life, and so much more. It's rnginsurance.com. All right, let's run through real quick some things. Um, over the weekend. Karen, the name Karen, because it's now been associated with basically a basic white racist chick, now is the least used name. It's dropped 90%. No one is naming their kid Karen. Are you shocked? Not shocked at all. Schmiggy's mother's name is Karen, and she's the sweetest. We call her Care Bear, but she's been through it. She has been through it. Do people Uh, now say to her, oh, you're a Karen? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, she, <laughs> she just, it, it, what do you do when you have the name Karen, right? You're like, I'm not like that, but people automatically just associate that with the white Karen. They really do. The I, Karen of the group. They, so yeah, I feel bad for any Karens out there, and um, it's I wouldn't be naming my child Karen at this time. Who was naming their kid Karen to begin with, though, anyway? You know what I mean? You need a three-year-old Karen. Uh, I know. That's such a terrible name. No way. They say Emma, Emma still terrible. remains super popular. I know so many Emma. Emma's? Yeah. The name Emma is like wildly popular. Um, it's, so, it's very simple. Simplistic. I would think, yeah, I would think there Wait, was... You have, you have a chosen name for your for a child, right? Yeah, we've already... I feel like we've already come up with names of kids, yes. Can oh. you give us one or two? What was that? What was that? Was Yes, we have. We've done... Yes. Yes. Well, I wanted to name... If I have a daughter, I want to name her Coco, but Dan thinks that's a stripper name. It is. Where did you get that from? That's my dog's Coco, name. Coco Chanel. Coco. What a fabulous name. You're Coco. Right? Are you going to spell it like C-O-C-O with yes. C-O-C-O-A? Co- Coco like Coco Raven. Bean. Coco Raven. She's a little Coco Bean. Okay. What else you got over there? Okay. I <laughs> wanted to also name our daughter Coraline Raven. He says no because everyone will call her Horaline. I'm like, who thinks of that? <laughs> 
everyone, Sarah. That's where everyone's mind goes. You're setting her up for a disaster this weekend. That's what he told I, me. He's like, I was on a boat. I met this girl. Her name was Candace Dale. You know what everyone calls her? Candy Dale. Candy Dale. She's like, hi, I'm Candy. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What's your original name? She's like, Candace. And then I took my dad's uh, middle name, which is Dale. Candy Dale. Wow. Okay, I... I kind of sound stripperish. I also like the name Tori. He doesn't like Tori. He's Tor- like... Like Tori spelling? Yeah. He's like, what is this? A fucking throwback to 90210? <laughs> so, uh, you know what? We don't have any agreed names. All right. Well, what is Schman's thoughts? Um, well, Schman is like... What are you... You can't ask a man named Dan. I mean, they just want to name their... Like, <laughs> they just want to name the kid Mary. Like, you know, boring. Sorry. Like, sorry to any Marys out there, but No. You don't have any family names you want to pass down? Well, the only thing we would do is obviously I lost my dad in high school and my right. and my dad's name was Kimball, which he hated because everybody thought he was a woman. So they'd be like, oh, I'm calling oh. for Kim Frazier. And, they, and they'd be like, is she available? And he'd be like, no, it's Kimball. So he hated that name yet, I think, and Dan lost his dad. So we, if we have a son, we're going to name him Kimball Jeffrey and call him KJ. Oh, I like that. Okay, yes. You're big into the radio names. AJ, KJ, we love it. <laughs> so KJ. And then my, I tell my mom this, and she's like, oh, I'm going to call him Cage. You know, Cage Raven. She's like, that's a good Cage. I'm like, mom, it's no, it would be Kimball Jeffrey. She's like, no, it's Cage. I like Cage. You're like, all right, mom. She's like, sure. that's so unique, Cage. I'm like. Cage, I love that. Okay, anyway. Uh, so there it goes. But uh, no, we don't have a I girl's name. I love Coraline. Coraline, Coraline. <laughs> He's like everyone will call her Horaline. I'm like, <laughs> do people have so nothing you, else to you've do? You've got Coco and Horaline. <laughs> I thought Coco was great. I thought Coco was great. Anyway, he doesn't like that. Uh, okay, Elizabeth Theranos. You guys know her. Oh my God, she's the batshit crazy woman who tricked everyone that she could give you a blood test and read all your DNA within ten minutes. Turns Correct. out it was completely a lie. So she apparently and her attorneys. She was supposed to go to trial March twenty twenty. It's been delayed a year. March twenty twenty one, of course, because of COVID. She is now seeking to maybe maybe say that she is mentally not all right. A lot of people. I could have told you that this. just from seeing her eyes. She's got crazy <laughs> eyes. Well, in that fake voice, hi, I'm Elizabeth Theranos. That was all fake. I now realize that I'm actually mentally unstable and yeah, she totally fake. Which part did uh, that was I, I liked when she went to the office and told everyone she had a dire wolf, you know, as a dog and it was just like a husky. But she told Yikes. everyone she was raising a wolf. <laughs> yeah, That would have been red flag okay. number one. Yeah, and then, so whatever happened with her with her boyfriend who was um, an oh, elder Sonny? doctor? Yes. Yes, Sonny, who invested. He's going to trial too because, you know, wow. they scammed people out of $100, $200, 300000000 million for this so-called blood test that never really worked. So temporary, temporary, she's claiming temporary insanity. She's like, she's fine. She's yes. fine now. But during that time, she was she, insane. Right. Okay, honey. I know. Uh, and then everybody is loving. Are you seeing the, the people who are doing sign language WAP? So, of course, you know, Cardi B and oh Megan. Boy. Have you seen this, AJ? It's so good. No. I never Please even knew play you it could, for me. <laughs> never even knew you could it sign wet-ass pussy in sign language. But people are loving this. So what is it? Give it to me. Alyssa, our producer, is going to pull up the video. You're going to see it. Um they're, these videos are being tweeted and retweeted multiple times. Now, I'm just going to say this because I, I like Kylie Jenner. I, I, fair, you know, she's lovely, all that. But why didn't they put this woman who did these sign language moves 
into the WAP. This woman, I love this woman. Why wasn't she in WAP? How awesome would that have been if she came out and started signing WAP? I scream, I don't Watch this. Scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't me, got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up for he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see. Some wet ass yeah. pussy. <laughs> okay, yeah. you know this is like this is the 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 um the colloquial. Th this is not in the dictionary of sign language. Okay? How was this woman not in WAP? Are you kidding? Now I know how they to make it. it rain with the wet ass pussy. Now I know how to sign to people. And rain this. on my pussy. Now I can sign that. And this to means wet. I want to know what macaroni in a pot. I think she like stirred it up. Macaroni is in that a pot. woman not brilliant? How is she not in that? That's incredible. That's credible. Well, she probably she did it after the music video was released. They need to do a remake with her and everyone else that's doing really creative things. Oh God, that was so signing good. WAP, signing WAP. Brilliant. People are so creative. How can you think that the world is ending when you have genius people like that out there? I think if anything, TikTok restores my my state of humanity. What people come up with, the comedy, the creative stuff, it's so it's good. It is true. I think it almost is distracting us from larger issues, though, but I'm not one to talk because my job is podcasting and talking about, you know, signing, you know, WAP. I, now, while I think TikTok is very creative, I've seen so many creative people on there. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm not paying attention to, like, really pressing issues that I should be. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, isn't that why we are supposed to be electing smarter people? No, I, I, I mean... You know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I guess we can. That's a whole other show. All right, look, we're out of here today. We love you guys so much. Uh, by the way, head to um, Hey Frage Podcast. You know we are rebranding. You're gonna you're gonna see that as the weeks progress. But you can still go to Hey Frage Podcast on iTunes right now. Hit five stars. Tell us what you love about the show. Review the show today. Uh, we love you all so much. Seriously, you guys make our lives. Without you, we would not be doing this show and and thriving. And hopefully, we give you joy and things to think about. Um, or maybe you just fucking hate us but one way or the other <laughs> <laughs> it evokes something spread love not hate spread love all right guys bye everybody we'll see you tomorrow bye, bye everybody bye.